Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Listen. I know I'm on vacation right now, but I just couldn't let the time go by without talking about some of these reality TV shows, okay? Specifically some of these Bravo shows. Listen, the audacity and the caucasity is at an all-time high on Vanderpump Rules, and our Georgia peaches, our warm hug, our peach cobbler is back! Woo! And that premiere was fan fucking tastic, okay? It ended on a be continued, and you know what? I'm okay with it because my mouth was wide open ready for it baby before we get into it drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review you know we love those it's your new episode of reality and comics too let's do it That's right, you're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Listen, I'm coming off of a high right now. I just watched the premiere of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And baby, it feels so good to have our melanated housewives back, okay? I just, I wish Atlanta could air year round, honestly. Even a bad season of Atlanta is better than most. Yeah, I said it. I don't give a damn what y'all said. Y'all can overhype them cities all y'all want to. The shade and the comedy that comes out of Atlanta is unpara fucking lailed and i stand by it okay fight me if you want to meet me at the street i'll give you my goddamn address i don't give a damn okay but first let's jump into vanderpump rules now look i'm cutting to the chase on this episode okay i'm short on time y'all know i'm trying to do a million things before i uh <laughs> you know i got things to do okay just okay a little housekeeping a little clarity thing i am on vacation 
next week. I'm going to be, you know, I'm, well, I'm technically on vacation right now, but I'm taking the entire next week off of podcasting. So I will be back the week of the 22nd with a new episode for you guys. We'll be back to our three episodes per week, but you know, your boy, he's on vacation from work. He's got to rejuvenate. He's got other things to do. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make sure you guys, it's going to be a good time, okay? I'm going to make sure we get back to the things. I got to rejuvenate for y'all and, you know, rehoove. And, you know, you know, I can't wait to come back and tell y'all all about Alaska, the uh, 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 the icebergs, the igloos, uh, if I run in a Benya Benya or somebody up there. You know, I don't know who live in Alaska. You know, I don't. So the the the, the ice roll truckers or whatever their name is, I'm gonna, if I see any of them, I'm going to let y'all know, okay? That's first things first. Until then, let's jump into Vanderpump Rules. If I was Ariana watching these episodes back, it would make me want to fight even more than I wanted to in the finale that's coming up, okay? Because her screaming ain't doing enough for me. I'm sorry. Me and... (laughs) Now, y'all go listen to... I was on uh, Who Asked Me podcast with Zell Brooks. And we talked about, you know, sometimes we always say, look, we like Bravo sometimes. Violence is not the answer, but yes, it is. Okay, Drita, I know that's right. It's just that's it's just the way it is sometimes because I, if I was Ariana, I would bust every last one of them in their goddamn mouth because they were, all three of them, Tom, Tom, and Raquel, were playing in this girl's face this entire time. The entire time. Got the nerd had this girl out here camping and glamping and booping and bamping or whatever the hell y'all call this shit or some, some shit I don't do, okay? Had this girl out here all in her face talking about, I mean, I slipped over. We lied because we didn't like the optics. We didn't like the optics. Are you kidding me? I hate every last one of y'all. I genuinely, genuinely do. And Shayna, I'm ready for you to get some sense about you too because you riding hard for this girl in these episodes is not it. It's not it. I'm not, I, look, I don't condone bullying, but whatever Katie and Lala got for Raquel, I mean, that's what the hell she need to have. Obviously, this is hindsight, but how the hell else am I going to speak? I'm not on the show. <laughs> Forget y'all. Let me tell you something. That damn Ken Todd, Lisa Vanderpump, I want you to fire his ass right now. Don't you ever give him a speaking line on this show again. Ken, Ken almost made uh, Scandaval feel like the entire thing was just fake as hell. And we know it ain't because we know that boy been sleeping with that girl all these times. Now, I know some people have theorized, well, I feel like they're about to break up anyway. Or I feel like this was their grand scheme. Or so, I don't know. I don't know anything about all of that. All I know is... Don't give Ken Todd no other lines because him coming in there accidentally right on time to drop a little bombshell that I can't believe Raquel slept at Tom's house. Can you believe that? And then sashay his way out the door. Ken was real sassy, okay? (laughs) Ken dropped that tea and then ran in the other room. Listen, Lisa, you taking that man too damn fast, okay? Ken is 98 years old right now. You got this man trying to remember gossip from these dumbass young kids in this restaurant. You need to be ashamed of yourself. I'm caught. Listen, at this point, this shit is elder abuse. I'm calling them people on Lisa Vanderpump. I don't know who I need to call. Is that DCS? Is that the Department of Child Service? Who is there? Who who handles the, the, the elderly being abused? Because I'm calling them on Lisa Vanderpump. I don't give a damn. I'm, I'm going to make sure, okay? I call them on Lisa Vanderpump. I don't like this, Lisa. This is terrible. You got this man trying to act like he in community theater. And that's, you know what? 
that's an insult to uh, all the community theater actors all around because we get some gems from community theater. This was uh, <laughs> this was high school musical to musical to play or whatever that shit called on Disney. <laughs> Todd, hang it up flat screen. Acting is not for you, okay? I know it's a lot of people out here still acting at that. Listen, you, you ain't Betty White, okay? Betty White was acting until, damn it, the day she left us. You know, until the day she went home. Rest in peace, Betty. You know you my girl. That's motherfucking Ellen from uh, uh, Mama's Family. That's, uh, you know what, let me not, because I was about to run that later whole catalog down. She don't need me to, okay? Y'all, that shit, that, that kind of dampered the episode for me a little bit. But then we got into this whole glamping trip that they went on. Glamping, glamping. Oh, yeah, we're going to do some glamping. That whole trip annoyed the fuck out of me the entire time. Let's talk about this sleepover. So apparently something happens to where Raquel had to stay. They, they make it seem like she just had to stay. Oh, she's just so tired. They didn't mention the fact that a whole penis was inside of her that belonged to somebody else, but we'll we'll leave that out, child, since y'all want to. In this girl's face, your best friend who defends you and all this shit, sitting up there in that girl's face, telling her, no, we just slept over and all that. The sight of Raquel's face now truly disgusts me. Like, I didn't have a problem. You know, they called her Bambi-eyed They called her Bambi-eyed bitch for years. I don't call it that, but I get it, okay? I mean, I get it. Every time I see her smug-ass face having to say to anybody, it's just wild to me that she's still on this high horse about kissing Schwartz. He's a single man. Uh, Katie, you should be uh, you should be okay with it and all this kind of stuff. See, oh, I'm telling y'all, folks ain't getting backhanded enough on TV. That'll stop a lot of this. Sometimes there are certain things you might have to deal with with violence. And I hate to say that because y'all know I've been, let me run my track record down for y'all. Okay. You know, I watch baddies West. All they do is fight on there. All the baddies, the bad boys, uh, basketball wise. I watch all of them. It's love and hip hop. Okay. I'm not a stranger to a fight. I just, for me, a fight has to be justified. That's why when we had that whole Monique versus Candace thing, that was the most unjustified fight in TV history. It was so stupid. Candace, you know, spent the whole season walking away from that damn girl. I'm not going back down this road in season five where things took a dog turn. I'm not going back down there, but I'm just saying that lady did not deserve none of them hits that Monique gave her, okay? That was real weird. She spent the whole season walking away from her. I would be okay if Portia made a cameo on this show or Drita from Housewives or Teresa Giudice, because she knows she like a little violence too. If somebody made an appearance on this show and they just put in a room with Raquel, because Raquel, you got to stop it. Like you've got to stop. Like I've never, it's wild. Like this feels like a lifetime movie. Sometimes the amount of audaciousness, the amount of, of now I'm just about to throw big words out there because I'm just I'm just flustered and uh it's just the egregiousness <laughs> of these crimes. I just can't. They are weird as fuck. When we get to that ending where, you know, Lala is kind kind of hype Ariana up to, you know, confront Tom about, you know, him not going to be with her in her darkest time and instead staying there to uh, you know, miss a rise so he can hang out with Raquel some more. Weirdo behavior. And Ariana, you need to tell him that shit is weirdo behavior. You need to tell him, I wanted you there with me. You're my fucking boyfriend. I'm not okay right now. You're a douchebag for not being here with me. That's okay to say. That is perfectly okay to say. 
and I want I you know what I'm gonna say it right now. I know people, uh, especially black people, sometimes feel a way about saying it. I like La La. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say it right now. I likes me some La La. La La, the only person, one of the few people on here that actually says the shit out loud, and you know that's always my favorite kind of reality TV show. You know between. Between her and James Kennedy, I'm okay with this show, okay? Everybody else can, you know, do what they do, okay? Everybody else can do what they do, except Ariana. Ariana, you're an angel. You don't deserve this, okay? But everybody else can do what they do. Them damn Toms. I See, y'all have, like, rewritten history when it comes to Tom Schwartz. And I've never... The reason why it's really been hard for me to, like... Why, for, historically watch the show week to week I've never liked it's been Tom Schwartz specifically because I feel like he never has the same energy you know I, I hate that if you go have that energy have it for everybody you have the energy for women all the time always throwing drinks and all this kind of stuff you belong on basketball wise you'll be a perfect adversary for Evelyn uh, Lozada but see even I don't even know if that's true because when James threw one at you your ass could do nothing to him what do you say oh I, I you know I, I'll wrestle you down man if you ever do that again you won't go do shit didn't even get up didn't stand up do nothing all you did was wipe off your damn silly ass he has the face of a charlie brown cartoon character to me it's just like you know those people that don't have facial features it's literally like tom schwartz to me i know y'all clap oh he's so cute tom schwartz literally looks like a pair of eyes a nose and some lips some thin lips at that (laughs) that felt racial it wasn't (laughs) You know what? The more I do this podcast, the more I start to laugh like Ian LeVam saying, and that's a whole problem, okay? Because I sit up and I just keep up messing. I enjoy it, okay? I'm This whole show right now, we need to hurry up and get to the other things because I'm ready to see this play out. I'm ready to get to the reunion. All of this is just, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's a mess. I don't know where they go from here. But I don't know if I give a damn where they go from here because all I care about is the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Let's get into them because that premiere ate down. I laughed throughout the entire premiere. Every story going on right now, I find endearing. I feel like I want to follow it, whether it's the smaller thing. Well, not okay. The the more personal things, I'll say, like Candy and Todd trying to find a balance between working and their home life, whether it's Marlo constantly uh, going through the ups and downs with the nephews and trying to build these, you know, brought in the life coach and all like that. Sonya's storyline particular is really interesting to me, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. But let's jump into the real <laughs> housewife of Atlanta. My name is Tony. Yeah, and okay, this ain't no Shibuya. Let's get into the Real Housewives of Atlanta. The episode opens with like this amazing teaser of what we can expect for the end of the episode. I was gagged and gooped when they put out this. I forgot what account it was. I believe it was, shout out to Bravo Guru. I feel like that's who it was. A couple weeks ago, put out the first description of the first episode of uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta this season, season 15. And I... I felt like I was kind of gagged and gooped because, not gooped, I was gagged because I couldn't believe that we were getting Sheree versus, not Sheree and, yeah, Sheree and Martell really versus Kenya and Candy versus Courtney all in the first episode. Like, we knew from uh, just being online that all of this, like, explosiveness 
started immediately when they had uh, Ross's party. And I didn't think, I thought Ross's party was going to be like episode three, you know, a little piece of episode four. Nah, babe, we get it at the gate, okay? We got it at the mud, the trenches, okay? I love that for us. We kicked the episode off, though, with Sheree and Martell. Now, look. If this ain't one of the biggest red flags in history, I don't know what is. Now, they do, I will say, the energy on screen, and I think it's because I'm a Real Housewives of uh, Hunt, not a child. I about to say the Real Housewives of Huntsville. What them people named uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville. I feel like because I'm a viewer of that show, I, I know who Martell is. So seeing him on here, that is the way he was with Melody when they were good, like whenever they can be, but it's not like the good, like, you know, in their marriage, it's that good where like they finally are like, you know what, let's just co-parent in peace, which is not very often, but let's co-parent in peace. Let's have a good, you know, a good day, a good like that. He seems like he's putting on airs for the camera specifically. And I think the reason why is because of this, I'm about to give y'all a little background on Martell. Okay. <laughs> now Martell holds. You know, everyone on uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville, they're like real estate development, like adjacent. They're somewhere in that realm of business. Now, you know, Martell didn't have licenses and stuff, so I don't know what the hell his ass was technically doing, but, you know, he was a part of the comeback group. I'm so tired of the damn comeback group, I don't know what to say. But what you need to know about Martell is, because I know y'all have seen like people freaking the fuck out about, oh my God, why is he uh, dating Sheree? I hate this for her. She has the worst picker in the world. Yada, 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 all this kind of stuff. And so it's, you know, I mean, it's true. <laughs> she has literally the worst picker in the world. I don't know because Martell literally married to Melody, was cheating on her during the pandemic she, but she know her way before that too, because remember she brought it up during the first season, you know, the first like half of love marriage Huntsville is a slow burn. But then like once that second half kicks in, whoa, boy, the boy, do they take off. They, it, it, I'm talking about they take off. Okay. Because it's a mess. That's when we find out who Martell really is with, you know, the affairs cheating during COVID, uh, knocking Melody up, which a lot of people feel like was kind of a, a manipulative tactic. I don't know. But, you know, it's somebody sleeping with their husband, so I don't know if we can call it a manipulative tactic, but it was manipulative because I don't know if that lady was that lady was trying to divorce him and now she wound up pregnant. So think about it what you will. Then they started working on their marriage. Then, boom, side chick at some point winds up pregnant. She starts getting audacious, calling the phones all times of hours, saying, put my tail on the phone. All kind of crazy stuff. Like, it's... Really, 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 really ridiculous. And I think the thing that's worst about Martell, like the true evil, is that he is one of the biggest gaslighters on TV. And I hate the fact that he always tries to like act like he's a super civil person. But every time he gets heated, it comes out. He's tried to like, he's been a cheater for God knows how long. Then he tried to like flip it on Melody, his wife, Melody Holt. Or she goes by Melody Shari now because she didn't want the Holt name anymore. But... He tries to flip it on her, and then he's like, well, you're not going to tell everybody you was giving fellatio to this man and all like that. Uh, uh, sir, that was a single woman at that point. If she was doing anything with him, good for her. Let him uh, date her, and you date whatever people you date. What they be called? They call the girl that he messes with, his baby mama, Coleslaw. I'm not going to call her Coleslaw. Coleslaw, I'm not going to do you like that Coleslaw, little Coleslaw, little slaw ass. I'm not going to do that to her. But all of that to say, I, 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 I don't know, Sheree. 
I don't know. They've already, you know, in real time have unfollowed each other on Instagram. Now, I don't know if that's, you know, what that's going to lead into, but that's just the way it is, okay? They just, you know, whatever, whatever, whoever, whoever, I don't know. Let's get into the uh, the candy-coated click dragging the fuck out of that Shiba Shiray website. Now, that shit was funny as fuck to me. I almost forgot where I was when the Shiba Shiray website dropped. It was, it was months later. It had to be like fall of last year, and we were all trying to get on that Shiba Shiray website. I don't know. I just know that shit was crazy. <laughs> that is so funny to me. And Sheree in, uh, on the damn episode talking about some, well, y'all just need to know that it crashed, and that means that a whole lot of people were trying to access the website. So I'm proud of that. You proud that your website crashed? Really? That's something to be proud of. The fact that you didn't spend enough money to get enough, uh, to hold enough traffic on that damn website. That, see, that, that says a lot about your self-esteem. Cause if you had, you like really thought that you was about to do some numbers. You would have sat there and been like, nah, we need, we need to do Amazon, uh, uh, bandwidth. Okay. We need to have them Amazon numbers. They need to be able to put a whole lot in their cart with uh, a million other people on the website at one time. And then we'll be okay. Nah, boo. Nah, boo. That wasn't you. That one shoot. And Sheree, since we're talking about it, let's go ahead and drag Sheba Sheree for a second. Sheree, all them clothes that you had on that finale, none of those were on the website. I vividly remember recording an episode of this podcast too and being like, you know what? Let me go and see if Sheree's uh <laughs> if Sheree's website is still down. And lo and behold, child, oh dear, it was. It was still down. That was oh boy. It's probably still ain't up. Candy. While we talking about the candy coder click though. I don't know who you want to be with this afro on and this <laughs> confessional. Now, look, I don't know if you want to be uh, Amara the Negro or whatever. What was the, Amara the... <laughs> y'all about to say Amara the Negro. What was the, what was the good name? Amara uh, on Love and Hip Hop, Amara the Negra. She just had twins, too. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Because uh, Amara, she was good for wearing a fake-ass afro. Now, do I love the sentiment? Yep. Am I crazy about the stock candy? I think it just needs... It was, it's just a little big. That's what it is, Candy. Because I like the color and everything. It, it's it's just a little big. Like, it was giving... Who had a real, real, real big ass? I don't know. It was just giving, uh, like, hey, one of the Hey Arnold gang. Like, not Hey Arnold. <laughs> not Hey Arnold. It was giving one of the Fat Albert gang. Like, one of them. Not the one with the ski mask all the way over his face. But, you know, one of the other ones. It was just... It, it just didn't do it for me. I don't know, Candy. But I'm going to let you live about that because... I love you, Candy. We go, we go let you live about that afro. And you know you have some other good looks, so we go, you know. I love that little Gucci number you had on, that little Gucci green dress, Gucci down. I did. I like that, Candy. That was good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Manetta and Kenya pop by the candy factory. And so, you know, of course, Don Juan and Carmen make their exit and they get to talk it. And we found out that Manetta is the one that introduced Kenya to her current boyfriend. Now, if y'all listen to the newest episode of Bravo, We're Black, then y'all know for a finag that I was the guest on there. Aaron, I filled in for Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. He has some stuff going on. So, you know, whenever one of them is gone, I pop up like a goddamn pimple and I'm on the show. Okay. But. I was on there and we actually talked about how Kenya has like made it public now in like real time with this man. His name is Roy. Moneta set her up. Apparently he's like a really like big businessman. He got him a little chain chain getting paid over here. I think me and Kaya read on their website that his net worth was like $13 million. So I know that's right. Somebody that can afford to flu you out. Even though I think he live in Atlanta too, but you know, you could, you could get flued from, from Buckhead to Bankhead. I don't know. You can go from uh, uh, Alpharetta to, you know what? Let me start <laughs> from Alpharetta to Peachtree. I don't know. You just, you, you got options. Okay. Kenya. And I love that for you. I love that for you. Okay. Um, I love when they shift gears. And Manetta, Candy, and Kenya start dragging the entire dog fuck out of Martell, okay? Love that, especially for me, okay? Love that for me. Um, This is actually the kind of dragging they should have been doing on Love and Marriage Huntsville because, you know, they they just hate Martell sometimes just because of the little shit he do, but not necessarily the stuff he does to Melody because they don't like that girl either. So... <laughs> So this is the dragon that we've come to to need from our people about Martell. So really, if you watch Love and Marriage Huntsville, come watch Atlanta too, because now you're getting what the fuck you need. You're getting the dragon of Martell that we deserve. That man was sliding Kenya DM. Then he deleted it when he started dating Sheree. Kenya hadn't even accepted that man. She hit the accept button. Ooh, mess, 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 mess. Cardi don't need no mess. Pull up on a bulletproof vest. Popped up and whoop now. Sonya, let me tell you something. Sonya, I really love you, Sonya, but we I'm going to have to get you the fuck together right quick. Sonya, get all them damn people out your house. I don't know. Y'all know I'm a, y'all know this from uh, me talking about Queens Bar and B. I'm a big proponent of people calling the homeowners association on the motherfucker, Okay. If somebody needs to, I, if I can find out what neighborhood in Atlanta uh, Sonya lives in, I'm calling the homeowners association. I know for a fact that's a fire code violation of having all them damn people in your house. I know that for a fact. It's 37 motherfuckers live with Sonya. Sonya got her mama, her daddy, her husband, her child, her sister, her husband, her two kids, the dog, the uh, auntie, the cousin, the niece, the pookie. She got everybody in that damn house. Sonya. I would go a fool every time I get up to go to my refrigerator. Somebody already standing in my refrigerator, light bulb on, it's lighting there. Y'all letting all the uh, the cold out. Y'all, uh-uh, no, get out of my refrigerator. And then you be eating my leftovers too. Uh-uh. See, that's too much. Sonya, let me tell you something. Give them people a parcel of land. <laughs> Give them their 40 acres and a mule so they can get the hell out of that house. That's too many people to have in their house. Look, you have to, you gonna have to pick one. You got to pick either your mom and your daddy, let them stay, or you got to pick your sister, her husband, and them two kids. Now, just by sheer volume, <laughs> I would just pick my parents, okay? That's too many people to have in one house. Get them people up out your house. I don't like this, Sonya. I, I, don't, I don't like that. That's too many people. Now, I love I love the black community. You know, 
we always talk about how other communities like the Asian community, uh, people will stay at home for as long as it takes to like, you know, have their own get out of bed. It's like some cultures, people don't leave until they actually get married and then they go, you know, to the other place. That is not the case in the black community. And maybe, I don't know. Y'all make it sound like y'all trying to make it that, but I don't know. You know what? Let me stop Sonya because I'm going to call you a homeowner's association anyway. So you just, if you see a notice on your damn door, a, a, a FedEx sticker or anything, it's for me, okay? Sonya, not you trying to have a new party after we read the dog fuck out of that last party you had where you had them uh, uh cheap-ass balloons, that photo booth that didn't work. Sonya was mad as a motherfucker. Them folks was embarrassing her on national TV. <laughs> That's okay, Sonya. You know what? That felt a little bit like a basketball-wise party. You know Jackie Christie good for throwing a party just for the sake of having a scene. If y'all were watching this season, Y'all remember the party she threw? I think it was her party. She threw the party, and Jennifer came. She asked the girl, so what did it feel like when he, when, when Eric Williams threw that drink in your face? Jackie, I know you fucking lying. Why would you ask that lady some shit like that? Why would you ask her that? Why would you open your mouth and ask that lady that? That's crazy. Why would you ask the lady what it felt like? We all literally watched Jennifer Williams get drowned on TV by this man. That man took that martini glass. I've never seen so much liquid come out of a small glass in the entirety of my life. And he sat there. He splashed it. He tried to drown, baptize, and then drown again. That girl. He tried to make uh, Jennifer Williams a born-again Christian. And you sat up there and threw that party just so you can ask that girl that question. Jackie, you low down as fuck. Now, do I love it? Yep. But you still wrong, okay? I will say this about Sonya. I'm actually really interested in seeing how her relationship with her sister develops over this season because her sister brought up some great points. She said that, uh, you know, when Sonya was the track star, when she was the athlete, that's when, uh, like, everything was, like, really Sonya-focused. That's when everything was, it was all about Sonya. It was, she was the priority. But now that Sonya has transitioned to the after Olympics, like, stage in her life, she still feels like she's a priority when everyone else is like, no, not necessarily. Like when she was priority, like mom was a manager, dad took turn managing, uh, sister was the hairstylist, like uh, now sister husband is the, uh, the uh, you know, assistant. Like it's all kind of stuff, okay? It's a lot going on. And then people trying to tell you like, Sonya, that ain't necessarily the case, okay? Speaking of basketball wives though, Marlo, them big ass, uh, Alexander McQueen earrings you got on in the confessional. Now, look, I know, I understand that Alexander McQueen, I know you all about the label. You and Dorit, if you can't see the label, that means it's not fashion. I get it, okay? I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But them big country-ass earrings, I, they, I don't know if you just got some big shoulders or what it is, because you know, you, Marlo, you can jab, and we know we, you've been in jail a few times. We know what you can do. So, I, Marlo, I just don't see it for them earrings. Please take them off. But you normally, you always eat them confessionals up. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the confessionals for the season, okay? This one, this first one, it's a pass for me. The earrings too goddamn big. Now, I know you like to slice folks, so maybe you can take them off and use the end of the earring for, you know, a weapon if you need to. So, and maybe it's smart. You know, we like a practical girl, okay? I like seeing uh, Marlo particularly talking about gentle parenting. She brings over this life coach, and, you know, they, they get into all of this stuff. They got to make it a family motto, all of this. But I love the fact that Marlo actually talks about how she's trying to do gentle parenting. That is not something that we do in the black community at all. And if we do, it's not something that people talk about. I almost feel like it's shamed for people to try gentle parenting because, you know, 
elder black folk would be like, you need to beat his ass. You need to, uh-uh. He disrespectful. Don't talk to older people talking. You shut your mouth at the tail. You know, you do like this and you do that. Gentle parenting, even though it sounds great, it's probably so frowned upon. I, I can imagine, like, if Marlo, you know, ooh, I was... I was trying to go up for Marlo. I was about to accidentally read you, Marlo. Let me not do that. I was about to accidentally read the fuck out of you. I'm sorry. No, I think that gentle parenting is great. I'm uh, I'm curious to see how this plays out in the season too. See, this is what I mean. This is a great premiere because I'm actually interested in all of these like personal storylines as well as like the big blowups that we have in the episode. We get this scene where Sheree and Sanya are like coming together to work out in Chateau Sheree because you know Sheree sat up there that's why she couldn't get that motherfucker built for a decade because she was putting gyms in uh, home movie theaters uh, uh, <laughs> uh, OBGYN offices all in the back uh, she had a hibachi grill over there. She, Sheree gets up everything in the goddamn basement uh, she had her over. They talking about, uh, you know, all the stuff that transpired during that scene with Sonya and her family. But then we get to meet Courtney. Now, Courtney, you came over with the Mary J. Blige boots on. I was here for the boots, okay? You know, I love a high boot. But you can tell that Sheree kind of brought in, enforce, you know, reinforcements this season to deal with Candy. You know, they were at, at odds at the uh, reunion last year. Candy been spoofing her ass online. Like, I, I love all of this. So they got to bring it in. Now, Candy just got done filming with them damn escape girls. Latasha stealing money, oh, allegedly, left and right. Rocket stealing money left and right. Her and Tamika finally back cool after Tamika said that Candy was doing all the things with Jermaine Dupree, Diddy, and all that kind of stuff. So they back cool that's nice to see or whatever but she was dealing with a lot okay latasha scott had them girls drained i'm sick of it so she was like i know candy ready to just throw hands at a moment's notice and when you get to that uh the final scenes in this episode now you see why candy keeps saying okay i finished recording that show at escape and then i went right into filming for real housewives of atlanta and my mentality you can see is explained. Candace's patience is short, okay? She's sick of this shit. She's sick of y'all, and I love it. <laughs> I love, listen, I'm all for, this is why I don't mind, like, Sharice on uh, Potomac. I don't mind Courtney on this show either, because I love when you get one of our people activated. Karen Huger don't do enough of, ooh, I'm sorry, I'm about to read one of y'all favorites. Karen Huger don't do enough on Potomac. Karen Huger really is kind of like, she reminds me of like a Sonya Morgan in New York. Sonya don't do a lot either, but she's like the comedic relief that people like to have. Important role, yes, acknowledge that. But when you historically ride the fence about so much stuff, it's good to have somebody that's going to, kind of not knock you off of your chariot, but at least loosen up them bolts on the wheels a little bit so that motherfucker get a little wobbly. So I like that. So Courtney, I like you around. Candy is activated as fuck. And candy being activated is always our favorite kind of candy, okay? Let's get to Sonya's party. Ralph Pittman, you a raggedy, dirty, trifling, trick bitch motherfucker. Let me tell you something. Truly, like truly talking about Drew isn't here. He he showed up by himself because Drew isn't there talking about she, not we, she is having a family emergency. Uh, Negro, K-N-E-E-G-R-O-W, Negro, ain't that your family too? Or am I tripping? Oh, I'm, oh, I'm tripping. So, so since you married into it, that's not your family? Oh, okay talking about you know she's dealing with a sick dad and all like that but you know what i gotta be here for my boy rose i gotta be here for my boy rose oh okay okay 
Gotcha. That makes a whole lot of sense. Ralph, I'm so glad she beat you to that courthouse about 53 seconds or however hell long it took her. <laughs> however long it took her to get down there. Baby, they was running that courthouse. I know that's right. I got a brand new pair of roller skates. I know that's right. Uh, Drew, you better beat him to the courthouse. Couldn't be there with you for your dad, but he's going to be there for Ross. Ooh, the, the sassiness is at an all-time high. I'm telling y'all, let me stop. <laughs> let me first give props to Sonya for uh, actually, like, throwing a very, very nice-looking event. I love a theme party. Like, I love that. I love seeing, okay, let me correct that. I don't like seeing no damn, like, murder mystery or, you know, none of that kind of bullshit. I, I hate that stupid stuff. But, like, this, like, a Harlem Nights, I love that kind of thing because it reminds me of the movie. Marlo made a reference to the movie about getting your pinky toe shot off. I love that, okay? Um, so let me give her props because she had the casino tables. It was beautiful. Had the, uh, the dark liquor flowing. Like that was, we, we here for it. Okay. Uh, listen, I actually love how activated Martell. Cause I just, I just did a whole soliloquy about the activation factor. I love how activated Martell has degrees. Okay. Candy said Sheree went from community service to community dick. I, you know what? <laughs> I know that's right. Kenya says Sheree needs a reality show called Sheree Dates These Dumbass Dudes. Listen, did either one of them lie? Nope. Sheree, you went from Bob Whitfield to Tyrone Criminal Ass to uh, his Lynchfield uh, Wentworth ass. <laughs> jailbreak ass to uh <laughs> 60 days in ass i'm sorry okay let me get off tyrone <laughs> his love at the lockup ass okay no she went from bob whitfield uh cock out i'm talking you know what let me start reading these people she went from bob whitfield to tyrone to martell now at least you upgraded in the looks department i'm gee that at least you dating somebody that looks like they dating Sheree Whitfield. Y'all are a beautiful looking couple. If y'all did happen to start that OnlyFans account, I will be a subscriber, okay? I will be. Now, should you be with that man? No. <laughs> but we're going to get into that next episode because, you know, uh, Kenya and Manetta at some point, you know, they talk about whether or not they should tell Sheree and how they know he's been dating another girl in Atlanta and all that kind of stuff. Now, would I put that past uh, Martell? No, absolutely not. Him having two women, I mean, he's had two women in the same city before. Why not Atlanta? Hell, I mean, we, we've seen four years, five years, six years of the shit, so why the hell not? Listen, they go over there, they tell Sheree. Sheree is in her love bubble like Teresa. She ain't trying to hear none of this shit. It's just, ooh, that is so similar. Wow. Sheree is literally in her Teresa Judici bag. She has jumped in her Teresa bag, and she's like, you know what? Sticky with the blicky. I ain't trying to hear none of this shit. Show me the proof. What's tea? What's going on? She even shaded Manetta because she like, uh-uh, sis. Don't be talking about my, my man, 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 man. Woo! Come on, Tamar. She's like, don't talk about him all like that. She's not trying to hear that shit. But then she's like, you know what? Let's call Martell over here to talk about his uh Honda girlfriend when he dating a Bentley or whatever the hell she was talking about. We get to see that. That's going to be next episode. And I'll be tuned the fuck in live. Okay, y'all. We get into the really big thing of this episode. This is the last thing I'm going to touch on before I got to get out of here. Because the child, y'all going to fuck around and miss my plane. Um, <laughs> it was a lot going on at this party, okay? 
shade uh, of fights, arguments, head butts. It was all kind of shit. Courtney and Candy seem to start off with a civil conversation. Courtney kind of being like, hey, I heard you were telling people that I knew you or something like that. Try to make me paint me out to be crazy. I don't need to pretend like I know people, all that kind of stuff. Seemed to be civil at first, but then Candy kind of clocks the energy that Courtney is coming at her with. And, you know, Courtney got kind of a mousy voice, but Courtney ain't no punk, it appears. So, you know, this is going to be a good little matchup. Courtney confronted Candy. Candy didn't like the energy, didn't sit with her. So they start, like, really going at it. And look, I know that she was arguing with Courtney, but I feel like Candy was really arguing with Latasha Scott in this scene. <laughs> what she wanted to say was, bitch, get that lady her $30,000 back. Get that lady her $30,000. That's what she wanted to say to her, but then we would have been looking at her crazy like, what the hell are you talking about, Candy? Listen, I would have known, Candy. Get that lady her $30,000 back, okay? Whew, they get into it, and Candace says, I'm about to headbutt this bitch. Listen, I know that's right. You can see Todd Tuck in the background like, what's going on, Todd? Get your wife now before she headbutt this lady, and that lady try to sue y'all for Blaze. <laughs> Not the baby, the restaurant, okay? <laughs> in case I needed to clarify that. I don't think she gonna sue you for custody of your child, okay? But would she sue you for something else? Will because <laughs> you go try to get that restaurant, all that okay. This a mess, y'all. Courtney is messy, but she's making for good TV, okay. Already, Courtney and Manetta. Now, this is how friends of supposed to do it. Jackie, get your ass off of uh, New Jersey. Melissa, you take your ass on too. Since we are uh, getting people off of here, Marsh, you could really leave. But if we want to do a takedown season beforehand, that's fine with me too. <laughs> y'all, this episode eight. I can't watch, wait to watch it again and again and again and again, okay? Y'all, I will be on vacation coming up soon, but I'll remind y'all, don't worry. You can expect one more episode this week because I do want to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I'll talk about it at some point. I've already recorded the episode, so yeah, I'll talk about it. It's already scheduled. Don't worry. Y'all, I'm glad my peaches are back. It's a wonderful day, and I'll see ya. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.